Today is Wednesday, October 12th, 2022. I'm your host, Graham Parker, and this is the Calvary Cast. Welcome in. Episode 90. Cross from Jess Miller. Gotta turn that down. It's too loud. Couldn't even hear myself think. That was loud. It won't be for the game. We've had this discussion. I'll fix it so it's not too loud for the people. So they don't hear what we just heard in the same way, in the no. same volume or whatever. Correct. That's good. How's your day? I'm tired. I don't know why. Inexplicably. So this is going to be a scintillating episode for the people. I know. Yes. I just, I hope I'm not getting sick. It's that kind of weird, tired, like, yeah, makes you nervous, like something's coming around the corner. Hmm. Well, it's a lovely fall day today. It is beautiful. That is for sure. Can we talk about the weather? This is, our banter is called the pre-segment, because remember, we're a segmented podcast now. Right. Yep. So pre-segment is the banter. I don't have any music to introduce the pre-segment except for our intro music. And uh, that is all the banter I have, unless we want to talk about our book we received in the mail. The but, uh, um, You read the title. Catch and release God's supernatural keys to operating <laughs> in God's miracles, healing, and power. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty funny. We should do, I can, I can think about how to do this. Like where we read like one inspirational, ridiculous statement from this book, each podcast. Just as like a spoof joke. I thing. bet it wouldn't take long to find one in that book. No, it doesn't. Just I mean, you just read the back cover. The back cover says, uh, let's see, simply open the cover, start reading, and then get ready to catch and release the supernatural power of God. We don't even have to even open the book, and we already have a ridiculous statement. <laughs> it so. is ridiculous. So, and how many pages did they fill of this ridiculousness? I don't know. I don't know. So this uh, is some ridiculous book that was sent to us. In the mail. 70 pages. Wow. People give real time to that. That's part of the problem, isn't it? That's part of the problem. That should be our whole podcast right there is that's the problem. That's the problem. All right. Do you have anything else that you want to talk about? Nope. We okay. covered the weather in that ridiculous book. That's about it. The problem is is it's now one fifty four in the afternoon. We don't do our best podcasting afternoon. Right. This is so true. this is a little bit... The, the, the banter doesn't flow as naturally post lunch it really needs to be about ten thirty. you know it's about our sharpest time yeah so. i think that'd be good anyway all right let's segue segue into our topic of the day anyway we're actually talking about um i'm gonna kind of leave this podcast a little bit you're gonna give me really helpful feedback so a couple weeks ago i preached from second corinthians chapter one on suffering and um the comfort that God provides. And one of the things I didn't address in that sermon, but I had questions in my mind, because the big takeaway, I one of the big takeaways was that we need to let other people into our suffering. Hmm. Right? When Paul says that God comforts us in our afflictions, one of the main points he's saying is that God comforts us through the body of Christ, because that's, that's the means that he gives. So that means, that implies then, that other Christians need to be involved in our suffering in mm-hmm. some way. And as I was working on that sermon, I thought I could immediately think of like pushback mm-hmm. in a way mm-hmm. from people, not like wrong, but what about this situation? You know, when should I let people into my suffering? Should I tell everybody about my suffering? Uh, and then I also know of just the ten the tendency to not want to let other people into suffering. Mm-hmm. Right. Would you agree? That's a, 
I think so. Right. Yeah. For some, for some, it's for some. Um, maybe not as much, mm-hmm. and then some too much. Right. Right. And right. then some none at all. I think there is probably though you could say there's probably a certain level of uncomfortableness. Yes. That might be feels natural to people. Yeah. If I'm walking through suffering and letting other people into it, especially the kind of so depends on the suffering. It sometimes, depends on. But yeah, no, right. I know exactly what you're saying. So what we want to do is have a conversation today around what I hope will be biblical principles, biblical wisdom for people to think about in letting other people into their suffering. Okay. That sounds good. That's kind of where we're going. First of all, though, I think you have to you have to address the reasons why you might not or you might struggle letting other people into their suffering. Okay. okay so I'll give you a couple of reasons, and if you have others or you want to interject, let me know. The first reason would be this. Uh, it's because suffer, suffering is isolating in nature, right? Mm-hmm. I do think that people like people talk about that when you're suffering, you feel alone. Mm-hmm. And if you feel alone, and you're, I, I don't think your natural tendency is to necessarily run to other people first. Yeah. You think that's true? I do think that's true. Yeah, absolutely. So I think that that might be the first thing. There's just that natural in, inclination that kicks in. I'll wait to see your second one because I had something I would say to that. Okay. If... You don't say it next. I don't have anything. Well, uh, my next, my second reason would be the fear of man. Okay, so in the middle of that is depending on the kind of suffering you may, it is isolating any you want it to be. So sometimes people don't, when they're going through a hard time, they don't want to be around other people. They don't want to talk about it, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And... um, and so maybe that plays they into feed it. into that potentially. Well, yeah, it's also like just maybe the way they are in a sense. Like, okay. leave me alone. Right. I go through this myself. Yeah. Yeah. Which, which isn't right. We're acknowledging it's, that in most cases that would not be healthy. Right. You know that could be kind of maybe there's a uh, I'll pull myself up by my own bootstraps type of thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's, you know, it's just not wanting other people around you when you're yeah. walking through. But it, again, it would probably depend on the kind of suffering right. the person's walking through right. and a little bit of the <laughs> temperament of the person. And I think that is the big caveat of this, that, that because suffering is so varied mm-hmm. and everybody's responses to it are varied, personalities are different, how other people let others into their suffering it's going to take some wisdom to discern mm-hmm. what this looks like right. every time. Right. And when we say, when we're talking about letting people in, it doesn't mean you have to let everyone in. Right. We'll get to that. Every yeah. kind of suffering. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So my first thing, suffering suffering is isolating in nature. So it, that might be a reason why we don't let others into our suffering. Secondly, I, the fear of man. I think this is actually probably a pretty big one because, and the reason is suffering makes us weak. We appear vulnerable. And we don't often want that appearance to others, right? We want to appear as put together. And suffering shows you really don't have it all put together sometimes. And um, so you don't want others to see you in that light. So there, you you come, you, you're around other people and you just act like everything's okay when mm-hmm. it's really not. Mm-hmm. So there's a fear of man there. That's pr- pride, right? Pride. In a sense, that would be a form of right. pride. Right, The You're also concerned about other what others may think. And in this way, right, so this is how I was kind of thinking about it. You're walking through something and others might, you might think, others think I'm suffering because of something I did or sin or mm. something like that. Right. And so therefore you don't want to, you know, you're afraid people will be judgmental of you yeah. over something. 
or I think this could happen too. Um, a criticalness, people would say, well, they're, they're experiencing that, they're suffering that way because they didn't do what I told them to do, mm, right? right? If they had gone, if they had taken my advice, if they had done this thing instead, then they wouldn't be suffering. And so there could be a criticalness. And so I don't want to share my suffering or let others into my suffering because I'm afraid of what other people might think. Yeah. Uh, so that'd be the second thing. The third thing I would, the reason why I think is that we don't understand suffering clearly, mm-hmm. right? We don't understand what it is. And like I made the point in the sermon that suffer, everybody suffers. And I use that definition that it's, uh, now I can't remember exactly something. It's uh, any unpleasant experience, which we would like to end mm-hmm. is a form of suffering. Mm-hmm. And instead of viewing suffering as how the Bible talks about it, mm-hmm. we view it like maybe as a form of judgment, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, things like that and so we don't have a proper understanding that suffering is what happens to everyone in mm-hmm. a fallen world right right um i have two more that are sort of related in the same way uh the other would be shame right there's shame over it mm-hmm. maybe our suffering is because of sinful decisions or foolishness right uh so therefore it's humiliating or embarrassing or shameful um, and in situations like that maybe we've forgotten god's forgiveness for us mm-hmm. others don't exp- extend or we think others won't extend grace. Mm-hmm. So maybe we, we don't want to let others into our suffering then. And then the final one is just sensitive in nature. And this is probably the one that I think most people would think about in terms of of suffering and who do I share. Like certain like medical conditions mm-hmm. right. would be more sensitive in nature. Yeah, um, There could be traumatic experiences people have had in the past that yes. to relive those mm-hmm. to talk about it with everyone mm-hmm. would not be helpful right um so those are those are reasons why and i think there's good and bad there right mm-hmm. i think the the negative would be like fear of man that's mm-hmm. not a good reason not to share your suffering uh, a wrong understanding of suffering or the isolating nature i don't think those are like good reasons right you know whereas um the sensitive nature of suffering is maybe a good reason why we don't share everything with everyone all the time. Yeah. Makes sense. I agree. It does make sense. Okay. And we're going into now like why we would want to do this and yeah. So, so, um, well, I want, I, I want to get to some, some practical wisdom about how we let others into our suffering and who we let into our suffering, how we talk about it and things like that. Because there's one other point that I want to make before I have a number of principles. We'll see. We'll see if these come out. Um, but some thoughts on sharing. There's another a response to suffering, and and there's so you can go and you can hide and you can not tell anybody about your suffering and disobey the Bible in that way. There's also another way of dealing with suffering where you talk about it all the time, in the sense of of it's almost a it it we. It's a form of attention seeking. Yep, that's a real problem. Um, not so, a real problem. That, a lot of people. I'm not thinking of anybody particularly <laughs> in my mind at Calvary. Right. I'm saying that some people get. But I don't know what it would be. They're hooked on well, people's th- attention. attention. Right. Yeah. That's exactly like there. So we can go on one side where where we disobey what the Bible says in letting people into our suffering, or we go on the other side where all we do is we talk about suffering, and it's done in an attention seeking way. I think the we live in a culture right now that is uh, 
just loves to be diagnosed with problems. Yes. Right. Everybody has a mental disorder right now Mm -hmm. and they love to tell everybody about all the mental disorders they have. Right. That's not like, why would you do that other than for attention seeking? Mm -hmm. I take that back. Uh, There can be a way that that is done that Mm -hmm. is attention seeking. And Mm -hmm. here's what I think the determiner is. If you can only ever talk about your suffering and you let everybody else into your suffering and you never take interest in anyone else or the suffering they might be experiencing, it could be a sign that you are wrongly seeking attention from other people through your suffering. Because Paul points out in 2 Corinthians 1, the people who suffer the most are the ones who are the ones who give com- who are who experience the comfort of God and are naturally inclined to give comfort. Mm-hmm. So that's just maybe um, I don't know, uh, kind of one more caveat right. on this whole. Discussion. As we can see, this what it is with what we're talking about here is not um, easily no summarized or like even put into neat little yeah. things. It's very much thinking through this mm-hmm. idea of how do you let people in, right? And as you know, as you were talking about that with um, on that Sunday morning a week ago, and you had made a comment about it, like you know, clearly what Paul is implying there is that we're comforted by God, and then we're supposed to give that comfort to others, right? Is an application, right? And um, and we need to allow people to give that comfort to us, right? And I'm I'm thinking about um, the fact that what God does is, you know, God doesn't just always comfort people directly. Okay, clearly, what we see is He uses His people to comfort one another. Right. Okay, so that we're if we're not letting anybody into our suffering at all. And I'm not saying letting everybody in. We're saying letting no one in. If you're not doing that, you're not allowing God's people to do what they're supposed right, to do. And exactly. you won't experience right. the comfort from God that you're right. intended to because it will come through people ministering. And I was thinking of Jesus as he was talking about the you know the final judgment. Mm. And he's like, you know, I was hungry. You know, you gave me food. I was thirsty. You gave me drink. I was a stranger. You welcomed me. I was naked. You clothed me. I was sick. You visited me. And the idea is, you know, they said, well, when did we do this with you? You know, when when was this happening? And they says, well, whenever you did it to even the least of these, my brethren, or any, I mean, that's not just a command to just do it to the least of these, my brethren, but all my brethren, even down to the least of them, you were doing it to me. And it's that idea that you're ministering to Christ and his people when you're ministering to people. So if you're not letting anybody in in those times of suffering, right. then you're not allowing the body to do what it's supposed to be right. doing. You're, you're, you're depriving yourself and others yeah. of one of the means God has given to comfort you. Yeah, and this is the structure that God has right. given, right? I mean, That's why the is... illustration of the body is so helpful. Right. The, the church is the body of Christ. He's our head. We're all the members of it. Yep. And the members minister to one another as the head directs. Right. First Corinthians 12, when one member suffers, member yeah. of the body, yes. all, all, of suffer. It, all suffer together. Right. And that is just the structure that God's put in. So we have to break down that individualism, or that pride, or the shame, or whatever it would be mm-hmm. that would not let anyone else in the body right. into your suffering. Right. So I have, I've written down 
12 principles. Wow, okay. We'll see. Some of these are pretty like basic. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the the overguard, because I think the, again, the question that people are asking is, okay, I'm walking through suffering. How do I share that with people? With whom do I share it? Should I share it in the context of the church with the entire church or not, right? So I think there's some, some things. So principle number one is simple. Just let others into your suffering, right? We've already covered that. The Bible's really clear. That was the whole largely one of the big points of my sermon mm-hmm. is let others into your suffering. Um, and then secondly, along the same same line, and I think that this is a, a principle you see in Scripture, is that not everyone needs to know the details of all of your suffering, mm-hmm. uh, but you should let others know that you are suffering. And and so you see this in 2 Corinthians 1, where Paul does not share the specifics of the suffering he experienced. You know, he just says, uh, we do not want you to be unaware, brothers, of the affliction we experienced in Asia. And then he doesn't say anything else about the actual affliction, right? So he doesn't go, this is this physical pain, you know, he doesn't say that. He just says, this is, we, we were suffering, this is what we felt, and this is what God did, mm-hmm. right? So I think there's a principle there in terms of you don't have to share everything, but you do need to, to let others know you're suffering. On the other side, in 2 Corinthians 11 and 12, he talks a lot about specific suffering that he experienced. He talks about the thorn in the flesh and different things like that. So I think you see, and there are other places in Scripture that would, would back that up as well. So you see both sides. You don't have to let everybody know about everything, and you have to let everybody know something. Mm-hmm. Kind of, okay? Um, Number two. Actually, so that was... <laughs> I just look at it. I was like <laughs> two and three are essentially the same oh, thing. Okay. So I have 11 principles. Mm-hmm. Uh, principle number four, share your suffering with fellow believers, but first and foremost, your church family, right? Mm-hmm. And this is kind of like yeah. obvious stuff. Yeah. But this is one of the things when we talk about the importance of the local body of Christ, yeah. local fellowship of, of believers, mm-hmm. this is, you know, like the Corinthians, that was a local church that Paul is writing to encourage them about this ministry of comfort that they were to exercise amongst themselves, mm-hmm. right? So, and he had lived at that local church and planted it and all of those things. So I think there's something there to understand, like, one of the first places you need to go when you're dealing with suffering is your local church. Really basic stuff, but anyway. The fifth one, I would say, and this is is this, is share your suffering with your pastors. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I say that is because of Hebrews 13 where he says that, that the shepherds were the ones who keep watch over your souls. And the reason that struck me is suffering is always a place where we're tempted to wander, mm-hmm. to not trust the Lord, to there's always, there's greater temptation sometimes in those mm-hmm. times. Yeah. And that's soul uh, serious business. And so there's this element of those who are charged with keeping watch over your soul, we want to help you do that as you suffer. Right. And I, I would say, wouldn't you think that sometimes if you're wondering who you're going to let in or whatever, you could start with them? Yeah. Because ultimately it doesn't need to go anywhere else. And at least your your pastors would know and could be praying. I would think that would maybe be something you would think about. I think. Even I, depending on the nature of the suffering. Right. And what, what, what it is you're experiencing right. that's causing you. How did you put it that... Um, you wish was over yeah, or something. Yeah, an that's uncomfortable what, experience you wish would end. Yeah, that's what right. su- that's what we're talking about, right. suffering or trials. The uncomfortable experience you wish would end, right? Yeah. Okay, and so 
if you're wondering who you should share it with or whatever, you could start right. with your pastors. So you here's some, I think some people think that that's a burden to us, right? Mm-hmm. Just thinking about like, we're, they're like, oh, they're so busy. They've got other people that have more serious issues. I don't want to burden them with my mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. And I guess I think not a burden, right? No, it's, it's a privilege, not, right? Yeah. That's one of the, you know, it's a, it's a privilege to walk with other people as they, they suffer. Um, it's a privilege to minister the word of God to them. And if we love the people of this church, which we do, then we want to be able to help. And it's not a burden to care for those you love. Right. So that's principle number five. Share your suffering with us. Um, principle number six, share the details. So now we're trying, I'm trying to think about like kind of honing in a little bit more. Like you're going to share more specific things with those that you, this is simple, but you know the best in your church family, those mm-hmm. you have a deeper relationship with. So I'm thinking again, Within the body of Christ in our local church, we you can't know everyone really well, mm-hmm. but you can you can know everyone generally. But some people you're going to know better, right. right? And I'm thinking initially like small groups, Bible studies, mm-hmm. those people that you're getting together with, you're spending more time with, you're having conversations with, maybe you're doing things outside the church. Uh, share m- more details with those people. Let them in further. Does that sound like good? That sounds good. Okay. Uh, and maybe some of these, I don't, I hope they're not redundant, but another thing to consider principle number, so it actually be six, share the details of suffering with wise and faithful Christians. So here I'm thinking, seek out people who, you know, have faithfully walked with the Lord for a number of years and who are competent in the scriptures, who are fervent in prayer and who are going to be quick to listen and slow to speak. Mm-hmm. Is there something that I'm missing? No. Oh. Why did I did you, have you, a look on my you, face? Yeah, you smirked at me for a second. I was like, is something behind me? No, nah, something just crossed my mind. Oh, okay. All right. All right. It wasn't podcast. <laughs> I guess. He's really, really engaged. Uh, but that was, you know, there's like in our church, I'm sure that people have come to see over time. Mm-hmm. If you've been around long enough, like, hey, these are some people that I like, I really respect. I don't know them well, maybe, mm-hmm. but this might be an opportunity to go to them and just confide in them and seek some counsel and know that you're going to get biblical counsel and love from them. Okay. Uh, another principle about who do I share my, who should I let into my suffering? Uh, seek out and share your suffering with others who have suffered in similar ways. What do you think about that? That's a great idea. You know, if, if you're walking through a specific thing and you know, somebody else has, even if you don't know them well, that'd be Mm -hmm. a good person to go and talk to. Mm -hmm. Um, and uh, see how the Lord comforted them You're right? Yeah, in the midst of that, and it will be a comfort to you as well. Um, principle number eight. If suffering is a result of sin, and the sin has been repented of, then we want to be careful about heaping, not heaping additional shame upon the person. Right. So this would be a situation where maybe we wouldn't be as specific about the details and right. broadcast that as much. Yeah. And you, we were talking about this kind of the other day you talked about in, you know, there's, well, Paul talks about, about love covers a multitude of sins. Mm-hmm. Right. And in second Corinthians seven, even Paul tells the church to go and reaffirm their love for this brother that had been rebuked strongly for mm-hmm. his sexual immorality mm-hmm. so that he's not like overcome by grief. So there may be an element where if somebody is walking through a season of suffering because of 
sinful decision, foolishness, things like that. It may not be prudent to like put it on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Stick uh, to Instagram, not Facebook. Instagram, uh, send it out in the church email or something <laughs> right, like that. Right, you yeah. know, we have to use uh, we have to use wisdom, wisdom and discretion there. Right, right. I, I think that's wise. Yeah. So that that's uh, that principle. Um. Here, this would be. I'm I'm cutting some principles out, and then I'm seeing they're a little redundant. Here's so one. There's no longer twelve. There's no longer twelve. It's probably about ten ish now. Okay. So this would be like principle number nine. Mm-hmm. Don't lie. Hmm. It seems really like basic, mm-hmm. but how many people, like, people can sense something's not right in your life, and mm-hmm. they ask you about it. And you say, everything's fine. You're mm-hmm. lying. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mm. mean you have to tell them everything that's going on. All, all these other principles now kick into play and go like, do I need to explain everything to this person right now? Right. No, I don't. Right. But I could say something as simple as, you know, like there's some issues in my health, issues in my marriage, you know, like something simple. Would you pray with me mm-hmm. or pray for me? Mm-hmm. That's all you need to say. And then trust that person will do that. Right. Right. And that person doesn't need to know anything else. And this is where maybe if you're on the receiving end of that, be careful about prying too much if they're not willing to mm-hmm. share. Mm-hmm. Uh, just be willing to pray based on the information you've been given. Um, so don't lie. If Do somebody, not lie. <laughs> if somebody's asking mm-hmm. you about that. And uh, and then be the person on the other side that's that's uh, that understands uh, how to respond in that situation. Right. Could that be the um the line uh better than I deserve? Sure. How you doing? Better than I deserve. That's then true. it's always true. <laughs> right? That's true. But then are you missing out on the opportunity, opportunity to bring yeah. somebody else into but it, suffering? Yeah, I'm just thinking of like the, the situation like it's Sunday morning, you're gonna have fifteen right. people asking you how yes. you're doing, you're like Okay, well I've got I some know. things going and then the next person, how you doing, whatever. Right. I'm just helping somebody just generally, but you right. again, we've already covered the principle right. that we should tell. Let some people in. Let on some your people suffering. in, and this is let where some people in. On this it. is the the opportunity where you don't. And I and maybe this is something that somebody else would bring up, like this point where you you know you have fifteen short conversations on Sunday mm-hmm. morning. How mm-hmm. do you do this? Right. Well, maybe short truncated versions. Yeah, I don't know. So this would lead the last. All of, yeah, all of it's a little bit. You you know, again, all of this is. A little not, fluid. These are principles, principles, not rules, and it's it's a little bit free flowing. Right. Well, lying is not free. No, <laughs> lying is purely don't lie. But um, yeah, use some discretion. All right. Principle number twelve, and this is the probably well, this is actually principle like number ten or something. I've lost count. Ask the Lord for wisdom. Mm-hmm. Right. I think that that may be because if we think this is a wisdom conversation in a lot of ways of who and how and mm-hmm. what. You got to ask the Lord for it, right? Mm-hmm. Again, James promises or tells us that if we ask, the Lord gives wisdom. Um, and so this is going to vary from from person to, to person. We know with confidence the Lord ministers to us as other people minister to us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we need to, okay, that's a command. I got to do that. How I do that, who I share these things with, the sensitive nature of the suffering or whatever is going to vary mm-hmm. from person to person. But ask the Lord for wisdom and he'll give it. Yeah. And he will do as he's promised and provide the comfort he gives. Yep. And I think I'll add this in its 
when you're walking through suffering, I would say don't avoid, like, because I'm going to circle back to what I was talking about before. Don't avoid the body of Christ. Right. So don't avoid your, if you're of the temperament, and mine may be a little bit this way naturally, but then I feel like I don't do this purposely because it's not good. But like, you may want to just re- be reclusive, stay home. I don't want to talk to people. I'm walking through something here. And it, and again, it depends on what you're walking through, but it's mm-hmm. like, I just can't handle people. I can't be around people. Right. I would say resist that to the person that struggles with that. And especially Sunday morning, don't neglect the worship. And as you come in, be reminded of the fact, just like Peter told people in suffering, he said, uh, you, you know that your brotherhood around the world is experiencing the same kinds of things. You know, this is like, you'll be reminded of that when you come into the congregation. You need the worship structure, the liturgy, the reminder of the gospel, the singing of the songs, the prayers. You need it, mm-hmm. right? Right. And then... Um, and in your small group, don't neglect your small group, your Bible study. And that is maybe the most appropriate time to bring it up right. when they take prayer requests. Just say, right. I, here's what I'm walking through, and you can share as much as you want. Right. But you, you're you sharing it. So that is the, the I mean, initial steps of right. walking through suffering is go to the worship. Yeah. Go to your small group. Do not neglect. Right. And I'm specifically, again, talking to people who who get the feeling like I don't want to be around anybody yeah. right now. I need a break or whatever. Right. And it's like, I think that's dangerous. And I think that in my times of suffering, the, the services have been more of a blessing to me mm-hmm. than, than not. Right. And it's been more encouraging to be in uh, with everybody. We're, we're, we're blind in a lot of ways, right? And we often, what we think is what we need is not what we need. And then we do what God has told us to do. And that's exactly what we need. Yeah. Right. Like time in the word fellowship would be like, you think I don't need to be around people. I don't need to share this with others. Well, that's what you think. But God's word is clearly says something different. You need it. And so as we seek to obey him, uh, he, he, there's blessing in that mm-hmm. that comes from that. So those are my thoughts that any other thoughts? corrections to any of my principles um no all right i think it's just things to think about things, things to, think, to about. think about that was the whole show. point yeah give you some things to think about That's try fine. and maybe answer some objections people might have uh some ways we naturally would respond mm-hmm. all right Very good well we hope the podcast has been helpful and uh encourages you to think more deeply about the bible and understand it better. We'd love to hear from our listeners. So remember ways you can contact us. One, if you're a part of our church, just go up and talk to us. Send us a text. Give us a phone call. You have all that information. If you're outside of the church, you can send us an email at thecalvarycast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, Get feedback on what we've talked about or suggestions for upcoming episodes. If you like the podcast, you can do things like share it with others, leave us a rating, a review, five-star only, and uh, yeah. At Calvary, we exist for the glory of God, the good of his people, and the Great Commission. So until next time.